Welcome to the Zoe household. Our desire is to bring you to the consciousness of the God life that has been made available to everyone who believes the Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen to this powerful message by Pastor Ola Kiyosi, the resident pastor of the Zoe household Lagos. God bless you. that um, expectation is not is something that a lot of times is lacked by believers, especially when coming to a church. The question is, do you believe God is here? You do? No, you don't. Do you believe God is here? Oh, can believe you a bit. See, I've thought this several times and I will keep teaching it. I will keep saying it. Nothing is impossible when we gather together as believers. I hope you know. The Bible is not a fiction. It's not a story just to be told. There are real events that happen by the same hearing of the words which we hear this day. And the word of God says all that are written are four times. We're written for our learning. What are we learning for? Is it for head knowledge? No. Is that it be what? It is applied in our lives. True or false? True. So I, I've come to understand this. From what I've seen in the word of God, the government of a nation starts in a church. It starts in a church. It starts in a church. Paul was telling Timothy, he says, pray for all men, for kings, and all that are in authority. Why? He says that you may lead a quiet and peaceable life. He's saying, yes, they are in power. But decisions are not just made by them alone. He said, your, the impact of your prayer can affect the decisions the leaders make. He said that in return, decisions they will eventually make with what? It will ensure that you have a peaceable life. That's the way it flows. Do you get that? So, in the real sense, if the prayer of the saints or the prayer of the church can impact the decisions we made on top, who is, who is the real government? The church. The church is the real government. So if the power that is available, when we gather together, can touch the government, is it not one person's life it can't touch? Are you listening to me? Is it not one person's life it can't touch? If you can believe that those things you're expecting are not impossible, they will become possible. That's the way it works. The word of God says the expectation of the righteous will not be what? Will not be called church. And see, when you have expectations, see, they, it, it shows all over. I can tell. It shows in your preparedness for a meeting. For instance, if you are preparing for a meeting, there's, and you know that something is going to happen to you there, one of the primary things you want to start doing, you start writing the, your requests. You'll be a fool to go and meet Dangote and not have requests. You'll be a fool to go and meet the government and not have a request set in your heart already. True or false? You'll be a fool. You would have planned it days before. You'd have been anxious about it. True or false? You'd have told all your friends about it. True or false? You, that morning, if, if you could not sleep, you'd be up very early. You have to meet it by nine. You'd be up by five or four. I remember, my, I remember one time my, 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 my mom was to travel. Her flight was by nine. No, sorry. Her flight was by 12. My mom had been up since about 4 a.m. Talking about five years, that was like the first time she traveled. That was like five years ago. She had been up since like four years. She was so eager. It's it's the truth. It's programming everybody here. That's why whenever you have something exciting that is happening the next day, you are just restless. True or false? You are restless. It shows in your body. What's wrong? I don't know. I'm just I can't wait for tomorrow. If you believe all of this, that's the attitude towards every Sunday service. I can't wait for tomorrow. Did you hear what I said? I can't wait. I can't wait. You are anxious. You are expectant towards it. You have, have your, you have your request towards it. And not just pending down your request. Because you know it is God. To prepare for that, what do you do? You are praying towards it. Did you hear what I said? You are what? You are praying towards it. You are stayed. You are charged. At times, at intervals, you stop. You pray in the Holy Ghost. You release prophecies. 
Yes, you release prophecies. Don't you think or never have this in your mind that the flow of the service is dependent on how anointed or the prayer life of the pastor alone? That doesn't work. That's not the way it works all the time. Fine, it happens. Yes, the prayer life of the man of God is readiness towards the meeting can have a direct impact in the meeting. But that's not, that, that's not the entire truth. Your prayer and prepare, preparedness towards the meeting can have a greater impact in the meeting. Because no matter how loaded the man has pre- how loaded the man is, how much he has prepared and prayed and is ready to dish out, if your banyard is little, you can't contain it. Do you hear what I said? If your banyard is little, you can't what? You can't contain it. God told me this secret about two years ago. What makes a big meeting big is that people have heard about it. They have been expecting towards it. They have put their hopes in the men that will be in the meeting and what will happen in the meeting. That's what makes it big. They hear of the big meeting. They already have the special. Ah, I will be healed in that meeting. Oh, Chile is coming again. Ah, this, 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 that. They have it. Their expectation makes the meeting great. Not just the man of God's prayer. If we're going to see a miraculous church, a church that experiences miracles all this, in all their services, you can't depend on the pastor alone. Everybody must be stayed. Everybody must come with expectation. Everybody must pray towards the service. Everybody must prophesy towards the service. You can't just walk into the service and expect to be blessed. You didn't prophesy towards it. Fine, it can happen, but don't make it a pattern. Break that cycle. Are you listening to me? Break that cycle. Break it. Trust me, there has not been any service for the past two years of my life that I don't go expectant. Never been and never will. Never will. And it shows my body language. Days before every service, I'm, I'm not, well, should I use the word anxious? But you tell in my body, I'm, I'm eager for the service, I'm struggling to sleep, I'm, I'm thinking of praying, I'm praying, I'm stirred up, I'm studying the word. Why am I doing all of that? I'm excited. I know what God can do is limitless. But I need to prepare myself and you towards it. And trust me, oh, I, I've had like the best weekend while preparing for today. Do you hear what I said? I've had like the best weekend while preparing for today. First of all, I, w- I went for a video on Friday. It was so awesome. You know, <laughs> Those that went, you know now. It was so awesome. You know, went there, we danced. I, you, with the way I danced and with the way I, I prayed and did it, you will not tell I'm a pastor. You will not, you will not, no, this can't be a pastor. Because no, most of the men of God, they are just always very calm, reserved. They sit down. I can't tell. And luckily, I was not the only pastor that was like that. We're all radical. We're all radical. Some amazing graces were blessing us in sounds. Graces of David of Richard, graces of Francis. We have real superstars in this church too. I, I know they want you. I know they want you. You know, so many expressions. We're not tired. We prayed. I rode. I danced. I jumped. I cried. I disciple. Pray, dance, rejoice, cry. Pray, dance, rejoice, cry. Just everything. And not just that. It even end there. You know, coming towards the service. This Saturday, I had an amazing and a beautiful experience, or a, like let's say, encounter with the Lord. So, so beautiful. See, you know, I, I was just in my room, not honestly, I was preparing for service. That was in the afternoon. And while in the room, the power of God came. I was not doing anything spiritual. Okay, now I was not. I was praying. But I was just pacing, and the power of God came upon me so strong. I lost control in my room. I used to say this thing. People, people think it's weird. M- m- many of the crazy impartations I receive are not by the laying of hands alone, right? They are by the Spirit. No one there. Just, bah. I lost control. I don't know for how long. I just pity my neighbors. <laughs> and, and, you know, after that, I just went to a moment of calmness. I don't know. I was calm for a very long time. Just still on the floor. And, I can tell you of the truth. I've increased in grace. People always feel well like, what? Don't talk about it. Talk about what God has given you. Is your, is your testimony? Then hold it and declare it. My testimony is a proof that I heard the word and I believe the word and I'm declaring it. Then the sight of everybody here, it is evident. 
Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 4, what did he do? When he taught the word of, when he showed them the that says that the spirit of the Lord is upon him, what did he say next? He looked them in the eye and said, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in the sight of all of you. Am I lying? He looked them in the eye and said, this day is fulfilled in everybody's eye. Everybody go collect. <laughs> you know, it was so profound. I got prophecies, teaching grace being increased, sensitivity, the prophetic being increased. And, you know, I remember when I, when I was very calm, someone, the Holy Spirit dropped the word in my heart and I started to pray that exact same word. And sometime in the, in the midnight, someone reacted to my status. Someone I've not talked to in over years, a pastor, he just reacted to my service and reacted with a word of prophecy. The exact line, not, not like the word, maybe different words, the exact way, word for word, that shows you the, the, the accuracy of the prophecy. And what does that imply? It means that what? God had heard and God had acknowledged the prayer. I might not have had that experience if I was not expecting to watch the service. So before the service, I had what? I had this service. Do you get what I'm saying? One of the promises the Lord even told me, even because He said, He said, "This grace I'm giving unto you is not just for you, but it's for the house also." So this world is going to be happening because the Lord had poured His grace upon me and increased me in grace and virtue. It will overrun and flow in the house. The virtues of God, the graces of God are not just for the man of God to shout glory and rejoice about. No, is that the what? It flows. It has to flow. Jesus Christ didn't want to be the only man of God. He raised two of to be as he is. The two of also did what? They raised many to be as they are. Today we have billions of Christians in the world. That's, that's the effectiveness of the gospel. So I'm telling you, never come for a service without preparing for it. Ay, 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 ay. Glory be to God. Ay, 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 ay. Glory be to God. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Declare it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I walk many miracles I trample on the enemies and I do the impossible Hallelujah Hallelujah Glory be to God Amen I help this word. I help Ulsa is clearing way. Ulsa, Ulsa, Ulsa is clearing way. It's a worship. It's like I see a substance. But the Holy Ghost just washing something out of someone's system. And I heard Ulsa is washed away. Now this is the word. If, if, if you had had the Ulsa, now notice the pattern. It can't follow you anymore. Do you hear what I said? It can't what? So those constant pains? That's what I heard. See, you have to honor the word. The word came, it's yours. If you don't honor the word, it, can, it won't become tangible in your life. It's not about, it's pastola. Pastola is anointed, forget. It's not about, oh, you know me. See the grace of God in my life. And see the honor of, and the grace of God in his word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's run. So last week, or this are, let me just use the word, this is a season of what? Last season of what? Rejoicing. And we learned last, 
over the past few weeks that, you know, we rejoice in the knowledge of Christ. We rejoice in that we have eternal life. We rejoice in that our name is written down in what? In heaven. We rejoice because what? We just on behalf of the growth of other believers. We rejoice in that God is God. You know, we can state up all of these reasons. There are so many reasons to be joyful. So many, so many reasons to be joyful. But you need to also know, joy, even without reason, is the state of the believer. That means even when you don't have a reason to rejoice, it's your what? It's your state. That means it's your natural disposition. If they flood this place with laughing gas, whether you are sad or not, you will do what? You will laugh. Do you know what? Have you, have you heard of laughing gas before? That gas, when they release it, whatever you like, the crying, you just start laughing. I'm telling you, it's real. Scientifically proven. It happens. You would laugh. That's a scientific discovery or something made by a man. What about what had existed before time began? God said in his word, he said that in the presence of the Lord, there's what? There's fullness of joy. He's saying that what is contagious in God's presence is what? It's the, it's the joy. So it means anywhere you find the presence, the signs of the presence should be what? Joy. So it means I can see so much joy demonstrated in the church and I could say that church is a church that carries God's presence. Why? The joy is evident. So even beyond the reason is what? It's the natural state of the believer. It's the disposition of the believer. And you know, the, the major reason why this doesn't take place for many people is because they are faced with trials, they are faced with situations, they are faced with challenges. And, you know, because the church has not properly taught this, that A, you have been saved, glory to God. You are in Christ now, glory to God. You have eternal life, glory to God. You should be joyful because of these things. But also, regardless, your position is also what? It's also joy. So when a believer is faced with trials, Whenever he says with situations, challenges, the next thing you see the believer do is that the countenance of joy changes to sorrow or mourning. Let me tell you something quickly. The primary way for the devil to unseat you from prophecy is to stop you from being joyful and rejoicing. Because he said in his word in Psalm 2, he says, He that seated upon the throne shall what? Shall laugh. When the scripture was quoted, it was talking about um, why, why does the earth enrage? Why does that um, plan against the Lord? And he said something. He said, hey, he that set upon the throne shall laugh. It means that even with all that they have done, guess what? Christ remains seated and what? Undefeated. So the proof that you are not defeated is that you can remain joyful. You might have lost the, the, the job, the opportunity, but you still have the joy. You've not lost anything. You've not lost the most important thing, which is what? The presence of the Lord. And that presence opposed the joy. But also, another thing that is widely mistaught in our church these days is that when you're a believer and when you're in Christ, nothing bad can happen to you. Nothing goes wrong in your life. Nothing is expected to go wrong in your life. I'm telling you, as a pastor, and even through the word of God, that's not true. That's not the gospel. Rather, the gospel tells you that, <laughs> oh boy, Another have accepted me. Wala deal. Do you understand? The gospel says that what? Now they have accepted me, what? Wahala day. Wahala day. So you see, believers, when they give their life to Christ, they just expect a, a smooth sail. Automatically, you know, nothing bad can happen to me. Nothing this. I can't lose my job. I can't lose. I can't, I can't die. I can't do this. I can't. See. And when something like that happens, they blame who? They blame God. God, why? Why did you do it? Why are you blaming somebody that is innocent? Do you understand? Why blame someone that is innocent? Many a times, you are the reason for your problem. If you are lazy, you can't achieve the results. If you are not studious, you can't get that, that A result. Do you know what I'm saying? You're, 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 you're a believer. You've prayed so well. But you didn't study so well and you expect an A in your exam. Where will he come from? Jamaica? Um, and when you fail, you now say, God, why? Why I've served you. Good, you served him because you're in Christ. That's enough. But why, why did I fail? He said, because you did not read. See, Christians do this thing. They use the faith as a reason to be lazy. You can't be lazy with the faith. 
I have a God. God is in me now. I'm always protected because of that. Guess what you do? It's 12 a.m. You're always going out. Bad guy. Stroll to Sambisa Forest. Let's see. Stroll to Sambisa Forest. <laughs> Sambisa is too far. <laughs> you say, I have the Holy Ghost. You say, well, come. Give me your phone. Do you to know who I am? I am the Son of God. Say, yes, yes, yes. But <laughs> give me the phone. <laughs> see, see. Because you are heavily guarded, they have given you a charge over you, doesn't mean that you should be guardless. Do you hear what I'm saying? So when the bad things not happen, you, many a times you have a role to play. Right? And secondly, there's another person that is always guilty to steal the joy of the believers. Yeah, well, we have to go down and say, but guess what? The rulers of this world, they are after you. Do you understand? How many of you know that it's not God that is ruling the head at the moment? Do you know? Let's look at let's look at the Bible. Let's look at John chapter 12, verse 31 and 32. God is not the one that rules the heads. At least at the moment, he will eventually. But at the moment is not. He says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be what? So what is he saying here? Well, start from verse 30. And Jesus answered and said, This voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. Then verse 31. It says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be what? So is it acknowledged that he's the prince of the world? Look at another. Let's look at another verse. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. It says here, in what? In whom the God of this world at what? Now, what? Blinded the, the, what, the minds of them which believe not, lest light of the glorious gospel, who is the image of God, she shine what? The preceding verse says that if the gospel be hid, it is hid unto them that what? Not believe the gospel. And that says, in whom? The God of who? The God of who? Who is the God of the world? Who is the God of the world? Who blinds the heart of people to, to, to hear the gospel? The devil. So it means the, the, the things that happen in this world is not God. God is not the government. Because the, the devil is in this world, sometimes it will manipulate the decisions of the government. If the government invests money and they make the economy hard, no matter how zealous and intelligent you are, even though you go into the business world, it will take a supernatural intelligence and grace for you to overcome. Do you know what I'm saying? It means that sometimes it's not I that is following you. It's not a village people. The economy is just after you. And now we know that the economy is not just funded by a man. But what? The rulers of the world are also what? They're influencing who? Those in government. See, in Nigeria, you can be 25 masters, PhD holder, and still not have a car. Do you know? You are zealous. But when you're in the US, you are 16 and you're working in a diner and you've saved up to buy a car. Do you know? Is that guy more intelligent than you? Does he have more of God than you? But what? It's in the economy that works. So what would the believer now say? God, why? God is not always God. Do you hear what I said? But I want to teach you something. With all that has happened, how should the believer still be? Not this. Because you're a believer, expect shaggy. Do you understand? Because you're a believer, you should expect what? You should expect what? Jesus said it in his word. Look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. What, what, what did you say? Say it again and show you. If you have the Holy Ghost, say it. Say that the Holy Ghost. Awesome. <laughs> Praise you. You know what to do, Abby. <laughs> Praise you. You know what to do, right? 
have attacked your pastor. What did you do to attack your pastor? Tolu Ajayi. Listen, he said, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of what? I send you forth as what? Who said this word? This is Jesus' word. He said, I send you forth as what? Sheep, what? In the midst of wolves. He said, Be ye therefore wise as serpents and amnes as what? Doves. Look at verse 17. He said, Beware of men, for they will deliver you up to what? They will scourge you in their world. Even though he was talking to some specific people in those days, he was communicating the mind of the world. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you can say, oh, Professor, he was talking to his disciples. Yes, but was, he was exposing the mind of the world to them. And the world has still not changed. This is still the way, pattern of the world. Look at verse 22. Verse 22. Look at what Jesus said. He said, and you shall be hated of what? For my... They said, the fact that you're a believer, what, what will happen? He said, they what? They will despise you. So he didn't say, oh, now you're a believer. Don't worry, everything will be all right. He, he read the caution. It's in the manual. It's in the will of God. It's there. So when they told you that, now that you're saved, nothing bad will happen to you. No, that's good. Nothing bad will happen to your salvation. Secured. But if you're not wise... If you're not armed, said I sent for that sheep amongst words. Be wise as be armless. It didn't say be a serpent, be wise. That means know their cunning ways. I'm exposing the devil to you right now. So you can be wise and know that there's someone out there to get you naturally. Why? You're already a believer. And it won't always come like a demon. No, it can even come through a man. It can come through a person, a lady. They're not frustrating your life, like, because you're a believer. What's it? Okay, you're frustrating yourself, huh? You might be a personal attack. We'll do, we'll do deliverance for you. See me after service. Matthew 4, okay. Four time, let's move on. Listen. The presence of the Lord is beautiful. Right? It comes with his joy. But when there's the light, the devil always seeks to destroy the light. He will seek to persecute it in every way. I'm telling you this thing. Father, I believe I even makes he puts you on the edge. For what? For be guarded of. So the presence is not an, is not an indicator of the, the, the absence of storm. So what does he imply? It just implies that in the storm, I'm what? I'm with you. See, just looking at the lives of the people that were discipled directly by Jesus Christ, they didn't have an easy life, did they? They did not. They were persecuted. They were beaten and battered. Have you read of how some of the disciples died? Some spent their days in prison. Some were crucified in X form. Some were crucified upside down. You know. Some, one of them was skinned alive. One was thrown in oil. Crazy deaths. Are we saying God is powerless? God is not powerless. Because if you look at the life of these exact same people, they worked miracles. Though. They undoed. They did crazy things. But guess what? The worst thing they go for them. Jesus Christ, with all the miracle working, what happened? They still what? They still gang up. Do you hear what I said? They had their trials. They had their tribulations. You know, even one time, Paul was in lack. Look at what Paul said. Anointed Paul. Healing the sick, casting out devil. He said something. He said, I can do all things. I've learned both to what? A base and to what? An anointed man of God said, when it's time to manage, I know how to manage. When it's time to have, I know how to what? I can have. I, I blouse, spend large. So even Paul never said with his mouth that everything is made easy in Christ. So where did you get that? 
I'm preparing you. So you start saying, God, why didn't you protect me? Don't blame God. God is not the reason for all things happening in the world. You must always come to a point in your mind that even after all of these things happens, because my natural state is joy, I must still keep that joy. That with all that is going on, I must still learn to say, thank you, Jesus. What must have been in the mind of the disciples on when they were about to die? It was the mind of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that I'm sure they must have had. If our God will save me, if he will save us, good. If he does not save us, but that will not make me doubt the power of God. Listen to what I'm saying. Didn't you hear that confession? They were after, they were after Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But what did they say? I know my God to be powerful. He can't save us. But listen, we've gotten in the might of God. Even if he does not save, guess what? My disposition of the God will not change. You must have that mind as a believer. Even though you didn't get that stuff. Even though you're not, you, some things didn't work the way you expected it. God is still God. And for that reason and reason alone, you must be joyful and give thanks. You must. You must. Look at Matthew chapter 5 verse 11. Look at what Jesus said. Matthew, you, you must see. I'm, I'm not opening your eyes to see things here. Your joy must never be lost. Nothing should take your joy. In the storm, you must learn how to recognize and see that there is Jesus in the boat so I can be calm. You must understand that. Oh, he's in the boat, so a day. Or what gave him what do you think was in the mind of Jesus when he was when he was sleeping in the boat? Do you think Jesus Christ did not know that there was a storm? Jesus Christ is all knowing, right? Do you think he didn't know that there was a storm? He knew that no matter the storm, he can't swallow me. Do you get what I'm saying? No matter what. Jesus said, Blessed are ye. When men shall what? Revile you and what? Persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. He said, Blessed are you, right? Right? He said, What? Blessed are you. It will happen, but blessed are you. You will go to you, but blessed are you. You won't always have it your way, but blessed are you. Next verse. Then look at what he told us to do. This is the response to all our trials and tribulations. He said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in what? Then he said, for so persecuted day, the prophets which were Can you see that? So what did Jesus expressly say should be our response to all of these things? He said rejoice. Rejoice. So when Paul was telling them um, in the Philippian church, rejoice again, I saw you rejoice. He was saying it from the words of Jesus. Jesus has given them the answer. In spite of all you go to, you must learn how to rejoice. You must learn how to rejoice. One time, I, I, I prayed for something, I fasted for it. I was so sure I would get the stuff. And the stuff failed. As soon as it happened, oh my God. I, 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 I walked for a few hours, I was downcasted. But I remember that, what's going on? All things work together for me. And in the middle of the road, I rejoiced. I was, I won't lie. Ah, but I rejoiced. I had to act my office. I don't always have to feel my position in Christ. I know where I am. I don't have to always feel the presence. I have to act out the presence. Seven Corinthians chapter four verse eight. Seven Corinthians chapter four verse eight. Act it out. Act it out. Woo. Nine verse four verse eight. Then we're going to read eight nine. Then jump to seventeen. All right. So he says here. He said we are troubled on every side. Everybody look up. What did he say? What did the word of God say? He said, we are what? Troubled on every side, yet not, woo, yet not distressed. No, I'm, I'm, you're too, you're bloody hot. Calm down. He said, we're perplexed, but not in what? 
Are you seeing the state of their hearts? Next verse. Troubled, not distressed. Perfect, but not distressed. He said what? Persecuted, but not. So what was he emphasizing? Why am I not? Why am I not perplexed? Why am I not? You know, he said because I have no what. I'm not what. Forsaken, cast down, but not. Jesus said something so powerful. He said, "Why fear those that can kill your flesh?" He said, "Fear ye that can kill both the flesh and the soul." <laughs> See, even if they kill your flesh, guess what? On the last, they just got to what? He will raise it back up. Do you believe the word of God? So guess what? They knew what they were saying. Even though this body is gone, we're not destroyed. This same body will rise again. My spirit is with the Lord forever. Verse 17. Then look at what he then says. The same, talking to the same people. He told them that what? For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us. A what? An exceeding and eternal weight of glory. See, now I know why all the churches in those days were so fervent. This is what they were hearing, not what we were just... This is what they were hearing. I listen to me. These are the kind of things they heard day and night. So those guys, if you like, take their car, their house, they stare at their joy. Perplexed. Undisturbed. Unshaken. Verse 18. He says, why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are what? So it means they had a different view of things. The first thing they always did in situation was to what? Switch their view. Move away from what they are seeing and experiencing and start to see what? The word of God. Remembering all that just must have told them. And I want to enforce your faith. Yeah, yes, all these things are happening, but you must learn to understand that just Christ won't just say rejoice because, you know, you have to go through it. The reason why just Christ will tell you to rejoice, do you know? Do you believe the reason why just Christ will tell you to rejoice? Shall I tell you why? It's very easy. It's because even in spite of all that you are going through, God has a divine and superior ability to ensure that all these things work together for good to those of them that love him. Don't you get it? Look at Psalm chapter 37 verse 23. Look at what 37 verse 23 says. Look at what it says here. I will show you the divine orchestration of God even in the flaws, even in the challenges. You will see it. You will see divine orchestration is part of what you are going through. In part, it's part of the persecution. 23. 25 verse 23. 37 verse 23. 37 verse 23. I'll read. Alright. What did he say here? The steps of a good man are what? Ordered by who? What did he say here? Who is the good man? Who is the good man? Do you think he's talking about behavior? Do you think by behavior you can be called you can be called good? He's saying the, the what? The steps of a righteous man. That's what some translation or other translation says. The steps of a what? Righteous man is what? Ordered of the Lord. Are you righteous? Yes, you must always have this word. I may be going through all these things, but regardless, my steps are ordered. Do you hear what I said? You must understand my steps are ordered. You must never lose that in your mind. Oh, I, uh, this thing went south. It went like this. Guess what? I'm joyful for my steps are ordered. God can use all these experiences to work something beautiful out of me. Psalm 4 verse 18, Proverbs 4 verse 18. Proverbs 4 verse 18. Look at another, another word of God. Proverbs 4 verse 18. That word you hold on to as anchor. He said, but the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto what? Unto what? He's saying that word. It shines brighter and brighter. So I might, I might be going through challenges, but guess what? 
I'm shining brighter and brighter. I'm shining more and more. I'm shining more. I'm shining more. I'm shining more. And that mind you must have in Psalm 16 verse 5. Very profound mind of David. Did that, this scripture change my life? Hear this. He said, the Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my words. Verse 6. So remember, the Lord is in, is in, his, in his, his, his words. Inheritance. And what did he say next? He says, the lines are falling unto me in what? Yea, I have a godly heritage. Do you know what heritage means? A godly inheritance. Do you determine what you inherit? Do you determine what you inherit? Do you determine what you inherit? He said you have a godly heritage. And he says, lines are falling onto you in what? But you'll be like, but Pastor, these are not good lines. I will show you how that they can be good. Now, even though they are rulers of the world, which is the devil, that means they can determine things. God is so supreme and powerful that he can ensure all occurrences work together according to his will. Look at the life of Moses. There was a judgment that all Hebrews' child should be what? Killed. And in that same season, the mother gave birth to him. And she saw him so fair and said, mm, this one I won't keep, but what? I will keep it. She was ready to give her life to ensure that it was preserved. She kept him eating for three months. And after three months, what did she do? She put it, um, they, they, they put him in a basket and put him on the river. And it just so happened that there was a persecution. But God considered that in all of these things, how was it that the day that she let him go was the day that, what, 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 was, what was that name? Pharaoh's daughter was close to the river and she sighted him from afar. How could you explain that coincidence? Everyone would have thought, ah, I will kill that child of promise. I should put them out of this place. I will kill him. But what did God do? With the law, he now even took the Savior into the enemy's camp. She saw him and she just, she just liked him. She took him and adopted him. And even to show, it can't even be a coincidence. The mother even ended up becoming the one that raised him in the palace. And what happened years after? We thought it would have been over for, for Moses, right? He tried to fulfill his prophecy before time. And what happened? His own words kicked him away. He went to, a, to, 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 to the wilderness. And what happened? was in that place he saw the burning bush and heard the voice of the Lord. It never occurred that he heard the voice of God before. That was the hearing of the voice of God. And that's where his life changed. So did his banishment work for him? He was in the wilderness for how many years? Several years. But did it turn out for his good? Did he hear the voice of God? Did that lead him to fulfill his purpose? Did it? Let's look at one more person. What do you want to say about about this guy, Joseph. What do you say about Joseph? Joseph was a guy that he was so vocal about the prophecies of God in his life, the dreams, right? Guess what happened after? His brother, because of the dreams, they did what? They despised him. It's not the same Bible. What happened? They bonded this guy. Maybe it's you. We're to bow down to you, Abby. We'll show you. They bonded him. And they, they wanted to put him in a pit. From there, what happened? They sold him into slavery. And after they sold him to slavery, it was like, Joseph must have been like, but God, he said that they have to bow down to me. But what is all this that I'm going through? They backstabbed him. They sold him into slavery. It, was, it even appeared as though something, something good would happen. It was in Potiphar's house. Things were better for him, living the life of a, of a, of a boss. Suddenly, the wife turned against him for, say, for doing what is good, but not sleeping with Potiphar's wife. Where did that land him? Could have just been saying that, uh, just to stick with that list. Uh, nah. He said no. That means he stood with the truth in spite of all that was faced. He was faced with. And what did the truth lead him to? Did the truth lead him to the palace? No. The truth, the truth took him where? To the prison. <laughs> Even in the prison, after walking right, guess what happened? It was, it was, the grace of, God, grace of God was sent upon his life, right? He became a 
Vim interpreter. Interpreter dreams for people. The guy that interpreted dreams for, left him in the prison and went to the king's house. He told him, remember me. Ah, I remember you. What, did, what happened afterwards? He didn't remember him. The guy forgot him. Two of us. If, uh, yeah, they, um, Joseph might have been like, ah, unshame you. Being the man of Joseph for a minute, with all that had happened up until that point, what would you say? Ah, that they are following you. Ah, my beloved, <laughs> my brother's spirit. <laughs> ah, but God, you said this. But that didn't dent his righteousness or dent his faith. And suddenly, by the ordination of God, instinct there was for mighty reason. It was when he was there, that was where he, could able, he was able to be in a position to actually not just save the Egypt, which he was, but to also save his nation, which is Israel. Do you know that he was going to preserve the city of the, the nation of Israel? There was famine for seven years. They would not have survived. Do you know that? They would have been wiped out, starvation. But one man's be, one man being beaten and battered and imprisoned and forgotten led to what? The saving of what? A nation. If that nation had been destroyed, there wouldn't have been any Christ. Happy you know. Happy you know. And even after the brother, after the father died, because now he, for, he forgave his brothers, he came back, and after his father died, the brothers were so scared that now the, our father is there to protect us. That's Jacob. Now, this guy, Joseph will finally have his what? Revenge upon us. But look at what this wonderful man of God said. Genesis 50 verse 20. This will make me honor Joseph to this day. He said something so profound. Look at what he said here. Look at what he said. So, so beautiful. Genesis 50 verse 20. Command your ear to open up. Look at what he said. He told his brothers, he says what? But as for you, you thought evil a what? What? Against me, but God meant it unto. You thought evil against me, but God meant it unto. To bring to pass as it is this day, to save more people, what? So it means even in the divination of the world. To ensure that Joseph will not fulfill that prophecy, what happened? They put him to fulfill the prophecy. And you know that's life of Christ? Do you know that's life of Christ? One of the greatest influencers to ensure that Christ fulfilled his purpose was the devil. Happiness. Happiness was the devil. Did, if, see, if the devil had known that killing Jesus would have saved the world, he would not have killed Jesus. He would not have put men to kill him. He would not. He would not. Are, are you joking? Who wants, to, who wants to kill themselves? So, I'm teaching you about the supremacy of God that in spite of all you're going through, great things can still happen. He was born. They tried to kill him. He ran away. He came back. He grew up. He, he, um, he was of age, he worked miracles, he preached the gospel, and suddenly, some people that he healed and fed, they looked at him, pointed and said, crucify him. And Baba Jesus, what? He died. And they must have laughed. Ah, finally! That one that was saying is the Messiah, he's dead! Yes! But he didn't know, if Christ didn't die for us, if he was not crucified for us, guess what? He would have remained in our what? In our sins. See, someone's scales are falling off your eyes. Even though <laughs> it appears as though he's the God of the world, there's still a God above all other gods that can ensure that all that you pass through leads you to fulfilling prophecies. Do you hear what I'm saying? All that you pass through can lead you to what? It can lead you to what? So this is the word of the Lord. James chapter 1 verse 2. We read to verse 3. James 1 verse 2. We read to verse 3. What did he say? What did he say? Brethren, what? 
Brethren, what? No, that's not the energy. Brethren, count it what? When you... He's saying that what? Count it all joy. See, I've not had some many things easy in my life. But guess what? I count those things all joy. Because every single occurrence has led me here. What would I prefer? I, 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 being a pastor and I get to pastor these wonderful and amazing people. There's nothing. What, 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 can, I, what, can, what can I want? To ensure that some people are being built up in the word of God and they become better. And not just that, to ensure that in and through people I raise, the gospel spreads the heads. What else could I desire? To build 10 mansions, and after 100 years, the 10 mansions are handed over to somebody else. It's either a son or a grandson that I didn't know, a grandson I didn't know. And suddenly they sell it, they share the money, and there's no proof of anything I had here. Is that what? Jesus Christ said, Do not stop treasure here on earth, for it can be destroyed. There's nothing you own here on earth that will remain yours. Word. Word, word, nothing you work for, said for, got by also, got by killing people, it will not remain yours. One day, you will check out. Like they say, you came to this world without wearing anything. When you check out, you take nothing. The only thing you take with you. You want to hear it? You want to hear it? The only thing to take it to you what? Is the souls you have won. Do you hear what I said? The only thing to take with you is what? The souls you have won. That's the thing that matters. That's what you leave behind. The souls you have won win another soul. Those ones win another set of souls. And like that and like that. Guess what? Your, your good works remains on earth till the end is passed away. Just imagine the joy of Paul. Thank God I obeyed. Now many more are hearing my word. Reading my letters. They are being changed. They are being transformed. Listen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Someone, you, you, you came into a financial loss recently. The Lord asked me to tell you. He said, pick yourself up again. Did you hear what I said? He said What? He said what? Pick yourself up again. So, with all our thoughts, if I say pick yourself up again, how do you respond? Why are you talking it? Why are you talking it? No, 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 no. In all you have heard, how do you respond? Don't say it, react it. Some of you, they, your joy, they learn work. <laughs> but okay, we, we, we'll work on it. We'll work on it in a bit. Let me show you one scripture. Psalm 2. We'll read from verse 1. Psalm chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. You'll love it. It says, Why did the earth enrage him? And the people imagine a vain thing. Verse 2. The kings of this earth set themselves and rulers take counsel together against who? The Lord. And against his saying, let us break their bands asunder. Let us cast their cords from us. Verse 4. He said, he that sat in the throne shall what? The Lord shall have them in what? Terrorism. One of the greatest things tools I have in life is joy and laughing in the Holy Ghost. That's my girlfriend. Sometimes I'll just, I'll just start laughing in the room. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Because I know that every single thing I experience or go through works what? It works together for my good. There's nothing, absolutely nothing that will work for bad. The path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. I'm righteous. It can only shine brighter for me. My steps are ordered according to the word of the Lord. 
even though they devise against me, even though it appears as though it's working, guess what? They might have meant it for evil, but what, what, was the, what was the testimony? God turned it for good. And if there's anything that they conside against us that is not in the will of God or that God can use to work it, it cannot come to pass. And I said, no weapon formed against us. That means if there's anything that's contrary to the working of God in us, he said, it cannot prosper. It can't. See, the fact that you are going through it, it means you have overcome. That's the end. That's the end. See, if it can't become a good story in the end, you can't pass through it. But if you are passing through it, it means there's an end. You have conquered. What have we conquered? The Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. He has said in his word, he said, he will be with me, what? Always, till the ends of the earth. I'm never ready on happy, no. If God is for us, who can be against? Think about, ow! Ow! Why are you belittling the God that is in you? God? God? With all the occurrences you've seen in the Bible, in the life of Moses, in the life of Joseph, in the life of Jesus, and you think that your, your case can be different. Is it possible? <laughs> hey! I might have been beaten, battered, but guess what? <laughs> hey! <laughs> See, you don't have to feel anything to laugh. Just know something. In all these things, 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 and more than conquerors. Somebody will say, but no, that's not my natural disposition. What? Don't say that again. The presence of the Lord is with you, and, and, and why shouldn't there be joy? Well, Pastor, I don't feel it. You don't feel it. You have to act it. Do you believe the word of God? Then you act on the word. Ah, but Pastor, I don't know what I'm going through. I don't need to know. I need to know the word of God for you. It had pre-existed before you, and it will always be even afterwards. It never failed. Just because said, said, not one word from my mouth can fall to the ground. Let me tell you something. The word of God can be trusted and it is tested and what? Trusted. It cannot fall. It cannot fail. It won't start in your life. So this is the mind that is full of every believer. I'm always, I'm always in advantage. I'm never disadvantaged. I'm never, never. No one will ever make me feel that way. Never am I disadvantaged. God is working it out for my good. 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 He's working out for me. He's working out for me. He's working out for me. It's working out for me. It's working out for me. It's working out. 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 Just blasting the Holy Ghost wherever you are. 
blessing the Holy Ghost for it is working for you this is the prophetic hour this is that prophetic moment it is working for you thank you for listening we know you have been equipped changed and transformed by the word if you have any questions or inquiries please reach out to us on instagram at the zoe household lagos or via mail zoe household at gmail.com god bless you